I'm Haley, and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rebs Supernatural and Start Over on the Social Friends Talk Bus Shuffle Podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, and today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 14, Born Under a Bad Sign, which originally aired on February 8th, 2007, and was written by Catherine Humphreys. Thanks, Catherine. She's not a familiar name. Oh, Dead Man's Blood and The Mm. Usual Suspects. I don't... I already forget the usual suspects. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm pretty sure both of those have pretty low ratings. Usual sp- suspects was a seven, and Dead Man's Blood was a one. So, I mean, not like great episodes, but at least the usual suspects was okay, apparently. Um, before it's we start the, off with our conversation. Oh. oh, I was going to say usual suspects is the one with the cop who her cop boyfriend is a, the murderer oh with the necklace that's why you gave it such a high score remember they had like the matching necklaces with the dead girl right there was a there was a found in like the walls yep there, there was, was a bones, bones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yep that yeah that explains it um mm-hmm. cool before we start today sorry i was just thinking before we start the discussion <laughs> of today's episode uh our content warning as always is in the beginning Today we have a content warning for attempted sexual assault. We're not really going to talk about it. Like, I don't even think at all. I didn't write any notes about it. I wrote, oh god, but other than that, I mean, I mm-hmm. mentioned it in the summary. We're not going to discuss it, but mm-hmm. if you watch the episode, it is in the episode. It's uh, after Joe and Sam have a conversation, yeah. I think. So as soon as Sam arrives at the bar um, with Joe there... That is when it happens. Well, and if you're looking to watch more of their conversation after Sam puts reaches out and like puts his like hand on Joe, it's it's after that he like yeah. puts his hand down on the bar like on top of her hand and that that escalates from there. That's that's right. So let's fucking jump right into it. Considering last episode was uh, f- it's like twenty hours long. Mm-hmm. So. The episode enters on Dean, and he's on the phone with Ellen, trying to figure out where Sam is, very desperately. He's been missing! I didn't realize that was Ellen. I'm For so sorry! I think he- I think he, I think it was Ellen. I swear to God he said her name. Okay, yeah, the summary, on, the summary on the wiki says it was Ellen. Because I remember him saying Ellen. But, anyway. He's been missing for quite some time. But then, he gets a call from <gasps> Sam? Which we only know because- he like the the conversation barely switches. He just starts talking to Sam all of a sudden. There's barely a switch, but there is a switch. Uh, Sam is in a motel somewhere we don't know, which is frustrating because usually they tell us where we are, but we don't know on this one. When Dean gets to the motel, Sam is bloodied and doesn't have memories past like a week and a half ago when they were in Texas. Dean helps him retrace mm-hmm. his steps, only to find a trail of disaster: Ava Wilson's blue buggy with a bloody knife in the back. A gas station attendant who claims Sam came in drunk and almost beat him up. And, Mm -hmm. finally, the dead body of a hunter in his own very destroyed, very burglared-looking home. In that home, we find that the hunter had a security cam, and on it, they see Sam kill the guy. Dean insists that it wasn't really Sam. Sam begs to differ and tells Dean to kill him. Dean doesn't, so Sam knocks him out and leaves. Dean is awoken the next morning by the motel manager telling him to get out because there's a couple who needs to have the room. The couple, by the way, is very clearly a businessman and a prostitute. Dean leaves but is like, hey, 
I need to use the computer. The man who was with me, I can't find him. He's missing. So he gives him money to use the computer to track Sam's phone, all while pretending Sam is his runaway son on the phone with, like, the phone provider or whatever. To turn on the GPS because we're in 2007 yes. or whatever. Yes. And he's like, my son, Sammy, he, he, like, he ran away. And I need to find him because Sammy, he's diabetic. He needs his insulin. We go to Sam after Dean locates the GPS, which is in Minnesota, and Sam is entering a bar. He is clearly not all Sam, and he is now with Joe. He does some shady shit, tells her how he he does some shady shit and knocks her out, and then tells her how her dad really died. Some more stuff happens, and then Dean gets there, and Sam is like, look, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. Dean is like, no, you're not and they fight joe gets escapes dean throws his holy water at sam and oh shit he's been possessed this whole time dean gets shot Whoa. amongst the fighting uh and then sam demon leaves to go find bobby to go to bobby's joe finds dean and patches him up he's been shot in the arm back at bobby's bobby catches on that it isn't sam very quickly holy waters him and knocks him out turns out it's meg dean shows up and there are shenanigans before they get meg out and sam is okay bobby sees this mark on sam's arm that is uh shown briefly in the in earlier in the episode with joe and sam says it's he had a run-in with a stove Mm -hmm. but bobby burns it to mess up the the mark and meg leaves with his with her smoke sam is okay Dean punches him in the face because fuck you. Uh, As the episode ends in the Impala, Sam tells Dean that he was conscious through some of it and asks why Dean didn't kill him. Dean says he will always try and save him first. Cool. Yeah. So that's basically it. Uh, The summary on the Wikipedia page is literally like 2,400 words long. It's it's really long. I think the only thing I would add is just for the sake of buffing out Joe and sam's interactions in this episode the majority of their conversation ends up being about how dean doesn't like her romantically even though she has a crush on him and then meg tries to imply that sam likes her but joe immediately is like this is weird and uncomfortable yeah but and that's where the attempted sexual assault happens because meg's like i yeah i think that conversation is the, the writers officially signaling the end of them trying to make joe and dean work which is fine with me yeah me too i think that there might be just some weird moments later on because i genuinely don't know if these guys really know how to write like women interacting with men in a non-romantic way but i i think this signals like the official end of like this isn't gonna be a thing Mm mm-hmm I would agree. Like the original plan was. Right. <laughs> At least what I employ. It, uh, it felt like the original plan was to get them together, and then they quickly realized that they have, like, no chemistry. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. Thanks, Supernatural. Yeah, thanks. So, our death count for today's episode is one. Just one. And it is the hunter that Sam killed, whose name I don't remember right now. It. Oh, it's, now it's going to bother me. It's Steve it's Wandel. We- it's Wendell. When I, I got there, sort of. You just switched the vowels. Yeah. That guy. He has a daughter, which is fun. He's dead now, so it doesn't matter. The death is technically on screen because it's shown in a yeah. video. It's shown through a video. security video. Yeah. Uh, now on to my notes. So, nope. my notes start out today with the fact that the summary says Sam's been missing for over a week. So, this episode will be fun. I was also excited because I thought 
well, if we're gonna get if we're gonna start getting into some Sam stuff, surely we're gonna get into plot stuff because we are. I mean, slowly but surely, we're approaching the end of the season. We are not. We did not get into Sam stuff. We not really. We didn't really get into not Sam really. stuff. But we did get Meg, which was, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. Then I have the rapid rush of shots was just bonkers when Dean was on the phone. Um, it kept, like, there were a lot of really quick cuts because it's it was supposed to signify panic, but it was, like, a little bit bonkers done very strangely. It was pretty bad. I have a question saying, are we finally going into special kid plot stuff? The answer was no. No. <laughs> no. The answer was no. Love this brown corduroy jacket. Sam had on a brown corduroy jacket this episode. I feel like he's worn corduroy prior to this, and I, th- I think I've pointed it out before. I think that Sam Winchester is a corduroy boy. I think he. I think it works for him. I think he should keep it up. The sticky blood pull sound was horrendous is in my next note uh when they go to the buggy and they find the bloodied knife in the back seat dean like lifts it and it makes this like velcro-y sticky noise horrible oh i don't want to think about it is that the car they were talking about yeah it was in the trivia section yeah that's ava's do you think it's supposed to be ava's car yeah or is it just a car and this is a fun easter egg i'm guessing that meg possessed ava cool and took the car cool and that's how that happened there. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drunk Sam in a gas station convenience store is a funny thought to me, is my next note, because there's just something about that. I know probably, it, I know the fact that it's not just Drunk Sam because it's like drunk and possessed Meg. Sam. Yeah, it's Meg. Yeah. But the thought, nonetheless, is pretty funny to me of Sam stumbling into a convenience store drunk. My next note is, oh, this place has been broken into. Broken is in all caps because the the house is in absolute disarray. Then I have that Sam being like, I did this. And Dean like, no, you didn't. It's fine. Dean is such, he's always in denial all the time. But like specifically when it comes to Sam and things Sam does, even if it's like not all on, like it's not Sam's fault he got possessed. But like, you know, but Dean's just like, it wasn't you. You didn't do this. And Sam's like, mm, I might've. I might have. I don't remember. And he's like, no, 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 you didn't. It's fine. My next note is, okay, breathing dead body. Because the dead body yeah. was breathing. <laughs> like, like a lot. Like and a I, lot. And I feel for the actors. I do. It's my, not my fave wiki thing today. But, like, I think it's funny that that's a reoccurring thing in, like, the trivia and errors section. That half the time when someone is dead, there will be a comment about them breathing. But it was it was pretty heavy this time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty noticeable, especially since he took up the bottom third, maybe of the yeah, screen. Yeah, he was very uh, pretty noticeable, central. Mm-hmm. The happy coincidence that Cam- Sam killed him right in front of the camera. At first, I was like, I love that there's a security camera there. But then Taya did point out the fact <laughs> yeah. that the security camera was pointed on the cabinet of guns that was being hidden and i was like okay that's fair but sam Mm -hmm. did kill him right in front of the camera and i think that that's a coincidence that was movie magic right there (laughs) then my next note is when you're sam and you killed a father oh jeez, yeah yeah my next note is i wish i had those wooden fish ornaments in my bedroom in the motel there were these wooden fish ornaments and i liked them i want them Dean Winchester desperately doesn't want his brother to be a bad person is my next note because he doesn't. And that is something that is not only just explored in this episode, but through this series as a whole. Truly. I love Sam. He's a, he's a good, he's good. But uh, you know what? We've got another count to Dean saying he'd rather die than have Sam die is my next note. Because 
it's literally I had a count of that before. I don't know where the note went, but I had a um mm-hmm. pull the trigger just do it count and this I think would be like yeah, 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 yeah. 4 or 5. The irony of Sam saying that Dean will live when we all know how this show ends. I'm Great. sorry, but we all know. We actually all don't know. I'm sure there's people who don't, but uh I know and oh boy. My next note is Sammy is a diabetic in quotes because Sam- Dean lies to the person on the phone line because he's like, Oh, my teenage son ran away. And the person is probably just like, Oh, well he is a teenager. Boys will be boys. And Dean is like, yeah, mm-hmm. well boys will be boys, but see Sammy's a diabetic and he needs his insulin. So I wrote, I think maybe we should take that and run with it. Sam can have diabetes now, <laughs> you know? Sure. Why not? So it, it would, it would add, add a new challenge to the road. Yeah. Cause they got to need to make sure they, Keep that oh, actually up or whatever. E- and e- yeah, eating properly, yep. testing his blood glucose levels. Yep. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Let's go so with it. Sam has diabetes. <laughs> and no offense, I, I I understand he was just trying to get it as fast as possible. But come on, man. Yeah. Faking a medical issue. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you could have come up with something else. He couldn't. He's Dean. He's stupid. That's true. My next note is Joe. Uh, and then I love Sam being a little devious, followed by huge fucking jar of pickled eggs. Because in the background of the bar, <laughs> there was the biggest fucking jar of pickled eggs sitting there on the counter. Do you think they was... sell those or no? Like, do you think you can buy a pickled egg at this bar? Yes. Or are they just there? I'm pretty sure that's not an uncommon thing, at least, like, not in real life. I don't know about real life, but, like, in bar scenes and movies, I've definitely seen pickled eggs. Huh, interesting. I would love to know why. I do never they been go to bar good before. with alcohol? So. I'm gonna look it up right now, know. really quick. Oh my god. Okay. The real reason bars sell pickled eggs, an article from mashed.com. Pickled eggs in bars all started with a marketing ploy in the eighteen sixties. Pickled oh, eggs may be hard to find in bars now, but back in the eighteen sixties they were used to attract patrons. I don't know. Oh, it's they were advertised as free lunch. That sounds. I listen. And I'm eggs, already not a huge fan of hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> don't pickle eggs for me. Because the egg bars already had eggs on hand for select punches and cocktails. Uh huh. So they just pickled them. Apparently, I don't know. I, sure. Why not? Uh. Anyway, history lesson. Brief one. But my next one is Sam got a power button tattoo because the mark truly does look like a power button. It it's it does. really stupid. But that's that's basically it's at, it's at like a little bit more of an angle um, if you're looking at it like straight down from like if you're holding your arm out in front of you. But it definitely looks like a power button. Yeah. And Bobby does say it's a binding link. But mm-hmm. guess what? This is the only episode it shows up in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I don't think. No, I'm literally again. looking at it right now at the fa- at the Facebook page at the Wikipedia page. This is the only episode it's marked in. So that's seriously fucking funny. It's yeah. a burn scar. I could understand maybe if after the cage he didn't have it. Right. Or after he got resurrected this first time. Right. Because he doesn't need die at the end of the season. I don't. Yes. Yes, he totally does. So like, why didn't they just keep it for the last few episodes? Well, I don't know if it does. I don't know if it doesn't show up at all, but it doesn't like it's not used again. It's not utilized, at least. So we'll keep our I'll, eyes I'll on be, it. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll be looking for this shit. 
But then I have Sam saying that Dean thinks of Joe as a little sister, like a little schoolgirl. Obviously, it wasn't Sam, it was Meg. But it was, like, the weirdest description you could have used. Just, he was really, Meg was really just like, he thinks of you like a little sister, more like a little schoolgirl. And I was like, that is uncomfortable. They could I have wish just you stuck with little that. sister. I, I know what you mean by little sister. I don't need you talking about schoolgirls. Yeah. Then I have, oh God, which is the, uh, just the shit. Then I have, okay, slow-mo. I think that's when Joe is waking up from being knocked out. Uh, There's, like, this fucking slow-mo filter on her. It was incredible. Supernatural loves slow-mo. Then I have... (sighs) To yawn, apparently. Um, Mm. (laughs) Literally, I love Sam being like this. It's fun. And then I have, we think it's Meg. Then I have, demons love windows. And they love to fall out a window, jump out a window, crash through a window. They love windows. They're their favorite. They don't know what a door is. <laughs> when Dean is dead and it's only season two. Followed by, I think that Dean should have individual specific ringtones for everyone on his list. Because Joe fi- calls his phone to try and find him. And like, it's just some generic rock song playing. Oh, maybe that's the third song. It was the phone ringtone. Anyway, I think that Dean... It, it should have specified ringtones. I just think that would be funny. Then I, I have Dean wet dog moments because Joe finds her him laying like on a boat ramp and he's all wet. And I was like, wow, this is pathetic. The, my next note is my favorite in the episode. I think. Okay, so this is one of my favorite tropes. How could they do this to me? I love character A being wounded and character B trying to do first aid on character A while they are like hisses in pain and character B is like shut up and stop being a baby. It's a very specific thing, but it's one of my favorite tropes and I was really pissed off to see it happen in Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Unsurprised, but pissed off nonetheless. You know? Mm-hmm. Then I have that I do love Dean and Joe's dynamic. Okay, I'm basic. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm basic. Not even romantically. They don't... I don't like them romantically, but I like what they have. And I'm still upset that Joe dies. And I'll never be yeah, over it. Yeah, no, I think everyone is. Well, no, I can't say that. I am. Yeah, people hate women, Taya. Nobody, nobody's That's true. upset. Nobody's upset except for us. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Bobby was so happy to see Sam. He's about to be pissed, is my next note, because when Bobby opens the door to see Sam, he's like, Sam! And he's excited for, like, a minute, but then he quickly catches on that Sam is not Sam. And Then I have the, I wish Bobby was my uncle, because I do. I just love Bobby so much, and I wish he was my uncle. Demonize! Like, thanks, but we already knew. Holy shit, the beer bottle bad prop was low on purpose? Wow. Bobby tricks a demon meg sam into drinking holy water by giving him a beer bottle that was already opened and you mixed a little bit of like holy water into it and tay and i first tay was like is that bottle empty and i was like no it's gust it's like not as full as it should be but it's not empty but then obviously taya pointed out well it could have been a little bit higher but i think it was interesting that they kind of did something with it they tried there was an attempt Sure. Then here's what I wanted to talk about in the episode, but I realized it was going to be too much of a thought for me to just have while I was watching the show. I asked you, well, does salt need to be around the whole body? Yeah. Here's why. I considered little glass bottle earrings full of salt. Like, you know, those little glass bottles that you can get for jewelry. Mm-hmm. Imagine those, but they're filled with salt and you wear them as an earring. And I don't know it, if that would do anything, but... Yeah, but, like, I just wish it would, because I would just... Th- I think that's funny. And that thought was followed by the thought, Hunter Etsy shop. 
hunter oh. accessories. So we have a hunter Discord already. Mm-hmm. Where's our hunter Etsy shop? I think um, that they just go to whatever random stores are in town. Yeah, but like I mean specifically for like stuff like that though, like mm-hmm. cute little accessories that help like that help ward things away. Like obviously those things exist now, but uh they're not they're not real. Mm-hmm. But in Supernatural, which is a fictional TV show, they are real. So I think there should be one specifically for hunters, but that like normal people use because they're like, wow, this is so true. And the hunter people are just like, yeah, it literally is. Thanks for buying my accessories and protecting yourself so I don't have to. I just think it would be quirky and fun. My next note is a quote from Meg as Sam saying, hell is like, well, it's like hell. Because that line was just immaculate writing. Thank you, Supernatural. Thank you, CW. Great show you have. Please choke. My next note is Meg is so funny. We love her so much because we do. In this household, we love Meg. There's nothing more to say about it. We just do. We love her. We do. The blood coming out of Dean's nose is very thick, is my next note, because it was very thick. Taya, mm-hmm. you pointed out that um, you can tell it's yeah. not real blood because it was not like consistently coming out of his nose, and also that it was starting to dry. But I could just not think about yeah. how thick it was. Did I tell you that one of the kids at work tried to pretend to have a bloody nose the other week? No. She took a tube out of a marker and went into the bathroom. Uh-huh. And, like, uh-huh. painted the marker tube under her nose and came oh out God. and was, like, covering her nose. And she was like, my nose is bleeding. And I was like, no, it isn't. It literally isn't. She was like, no, it is. It's real blood. Look. And I was like, that's literally fake. It's literally not blood. I thought it was lipstick at first. Oh, my God. But sh- I was like, come here. And she came over and I literally, like, reached out and touched it. And I was like, look, it's not blood. A little bit unhinged of me, but it was incredible. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll have to keep our eyes out for that mark on Sam's upper right inner forearm. It's my next note. Because yeah. I really, I do think that they drop him having that scar completely. I don't think that they keep up with that consistency. And now we know that the mark is never, like, utilized again. So, like, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, there's literally so many demons in this show. Can you, like, take the things that you come up with and fucking work with them? Like, that's something you can work with. But we're just we're just gonna drop it, though. Huh? Mm. Okay. Then, after Sam gets Meg ex- executed, nope, ex- exercised, he says, did I miss anything? And I wrote, Sam, you're funny. <laughs> uh, followed by, Dean and I just had another moment. I forget what it was but bobby said something and i was like <laughs> because it sounded kind of like innuendo-y and then dean was like that sounds kind of dirty and i was like fuck you fuck you fuck you dean winchester i hate you so much mm-hmm. um my second to last note is ending on a driving moment thank god followed by you had a girl inside you for a whole week that's pretty naughty yeah. which was i believe the last line in the episode and it was just all right i was like okay wow. We're doing this, huh? Ugh. And that's my note. That's great. That's awesome, Maylee. Um, Thank you. So, like, the only thing I have for Lore Library, because we don't have, like, a ton of new stuff, is just, like, yeah. I don't think that they ever use a seal again, which seems a little silly. Yeah. L- why did they never use it again? It's... I genuinely don't understand. Right. I just like, don't understand. Yes, they know how to, like, take it away now but also there's so but many like, demons why? in this show 
Yeah. And there's so many times when there could be, like, a fucking whole, like, horde of them, even, who, because all, like, they've possessed people and have, like, made this mark on all of them, and it's like, okay, well, we have to find ways to remove this mark from all of these people who don't really know Mm -hmm. how they got it. Yeah. Like, that's something. But apparently it's not enough. (sighs) Supernatural. Yeah, is that, is that your lore library for the day? Uh, yes, that's my lore library. (laughs) That's all I got. Okay. Cool. In that, in that case, I'd like to move on to crack shipping. Obviously, tonight's episode hinted at Sam and Joe, um, but I don't like that. So I've gone for Meg and Joe, lesbian. Um, obviously, with what we have, what, I wrote that before, like, ev- like bef- before it ex- excelled, and the, the stakes there aren't great. However, I do like girls, and I think that it could be explored. Yeah, I agree there. Thank you. I'm a connoisseur. Taya did look because when Sam was like, well, when Meg was like hitting on Joe, I was like, is Sam and Joe like a thing? And Taya looked it up on AO3 as they do. And, it's a very small um, thing. Very small, but there was one that was Meg and Sam and Joe. And I was like, there was also See? one that was Meg and Ruby and no, no, Sam and Joe and Ruby. There we yeah. go. Yeah. So. That's really interesting, and just, I just love it. So funny. Brought to you by, today's episode is brought to you by Back on the Road Again by Ario Speedwagon, like the JoJo's character. I closed my tab. Hold on. (laughs) No, your tab! I'm gonna be honest, I can't remember there being three songs in this episode. I only remember two, and I don't know which one it was. So, it's possibly also brought to you by Ashes to Ashes by Tarbox Ramblers, maybe. Well, I said during, that's what I said um, earlier when I realized, I think the third song was Dean's ringtone. Oh, got it. Like, I, I remember there being two songs that were played, but I think, and then the third one must have been Dean's ringtone. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, though. But, anyway, today's my favorite wiki page thing is, um... In the cultural references, Justin Timberlake was mentioned. I don't remember that him being mentioned in the episode, but the reference is that Dean says Justin Timberlake is quite the triple threat. And I think that's really funny, personally, because now Dean Winchester is a Justin Timberlake fan, and that's canon, okay? That's canon. Is that when he does the GPS, when he's on the phone? He goes to a Justin Timberlake concert? Oh, maybe that was it, yeah. That might have been it. And us, I'm also using it as bisexual Dean Winchester fodder. Sure. Mm-hmm. What's yours? Um, my fave wiki is the fact that um oh um it's one of the errors again because I always like them. Sam and Dean Great. are both on the floor of Bobby's house, and Sam asks him, "Did I miss anything?" Dean hits him. Before he hits, his face is all bloody. After he hits Sam and falls back down on the floor, his face doesn't have any blood on it. I assume, like, really funny. They had to reshoot, or there was a pause, and he cleaned the blood off his face, and just like they forgot. I just like I think it's so funny. They must. It must have been like later that day, or they reshot that portion later on or something. Because like the. If they were continuously doing that scene, he would have still had blood on his face. Right, that error wouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. That's really funny to me. I'm sorry. Like, I guys, would you like to know my rating for today? Yes. 
so I struggled a little bit for rating this one. Uh, sometimes it comes easy, but sometimes for the meh episodes, I don't really know what to do with it. So today's episode was a 6 power button tattoos out of 10. It would have been a 5, however, it did have Joe in it and Meg, so it, it was a 6. Finally, repetitive woman. Not much, yeah. we ask for so fucking little. Yeah, we just want a little bit. Just just a little. We ask for so little. Um, so this has an 8.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. However, this However. is one that I've seen the most contentiousness in the reviews. Oh. So we've got our general, like, 8, 9, 10s quotes and just random, like, nice job, Jared, in the titles. Um, this one from 2019 by Cubs and Culture, who has written a few good reviews on here. Okay. Uh, gave it a 7 out of 10 and said, a true waste of an idea. Okay. This is the episode where I most differ from the received view. As delightful as it is to see Padalecki turn into a menacing performance, much of the script ends up being a narrative cheat. The first act is nothing but a mind game pulled on Dean, and the brother's melodrama rings false once you see the solution in the plot. The confrontation in the motel room is deprived of meaning once you realize Dean was always in the right anyway. Apart from that, this is one of the least scary episodes back when the show was still trying to be a horror show and some of Sam mm-hmm. is evil now touches, i.e. smoking, is the work of a hack writer. I didn't, don't get enough from the fan service implicit in the Sam Joe scene for this to be much more than a wasted opportunity. And then mm-hmm. this one from 2020 from Ladies 64 gives it a 6 out of 10 and says, okay, not as good as some make out. <laughs> Found this episode quite dull. Yes, the acting was superb as always, but getting a little bored of the Sam Demon storyline. Oh, buddy. (laughs) I much prefer the standalone episodes that have a good beginning, middle, and end. This is just isn't holding me, and I agree. Joe adds a little extra dimension, and it's good having a female hunter. So true. So true. This person is going to be struggling. Yeah. Um, And then where's the other one? This one is actually from 2007, which is interesting because there is more of a trend of the newer critic, the more critical. Yeah, the more critical reviews do tend to be newer because there's some distance from the show. It's a little Um, bit retrospective. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This one is from February 9th, 2007 by Uh, Devif. 7 out of 10, not the best. Um, I was slightly disappointed at the tameness of this particular episode. Mm. It was still a brilliant Winchester take, but it lacked the Winchester touch. There are one of these in every season of just about any show you watch, so I'm relieved that we got that over and done with. This episode does have its perks, though. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I must say the plot work was pretty darn good, and while this episode was not quite my taste, it still brought back Joe, one of everyone's favorites, especially mine's Amen. characters. Um, then they say tall tales, so it's promising, which is so true. But I think that that's an interesting point that it's like it is pretty tame it was very tame like i said i love when uh jared gets to play sam as devious we talked about this while we're watching the episode that part of the reason that we loved sam acting this way is because he's not sam he's meg so it's it's jared getting to play this like character who actually has a little bit more substance um sorry sam like i do love you but goodness gracious, mm-hmm. Taya. Also, I don't know if you wanted to mention this in the episode, but um, your thing about Jared's acting. Oh, um. So I've been noticing that Jared sometimes overacts, but it's not so much as 
There's a lot of specific scenes as I just have a vague feeling sometimes of overacting. However, I did notice in the motel scene that he really struggled with the confrontation scene where he was right before Meg kind of reveals herself and hits Dean in the face with the gun. Sam is supposed to start crying and he really like his emotion, his, his eyebrows get super furrowed and he looks like he's trying very hard to start crying. Once his eyes are watering, whether that is due to him actually like getting tears worked up or if they gave him like a cry stick, I don't personally know, obviously, but he, his acting becomes a lot more natural again, a lot more subtle, but sometimes in emotional scenes, his eyebrows end up doing a lot of work and yeah. it comes across as very forced and a little overacty. So I, I, I put my finger on it today, at least for that part. Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Because as soon as he, as soon as his eyes were actually watering, I was like, oh, he's back to like pretty subtle, decent acting. It was just like mm-hmm. for a few shots. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, guy. It's really so, funny. Yeah. Um, is it my It's turn? time for your stuff. I'm so Give me bad those closing remarks. I'm so bad at this. Um, thank you so much for listening. You can follow us everywhere. We're Hatrusa everywhere. You can like, comment, subscribe, share, leave a review, tell your friends. We are more than happy to just be background noise as you work. You don't have to pay attention to us. But if you do, make sure to let us know what you like about the show because it really helps us out. We do not advertise in any way other than word of mouth, and boy, are we bad at it. So, yeah. Hey, Teo. Hey, Haley. I have a question for you. What's up? Are you ready for some fucking Gabriel? I'm so ready. Because we're going to see him. We're going to meet him. Finally. We're going to meet the man, the myth, the legend, Archangel Gabriel, uh, in next week's episode. But until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.